Hey everybody, welcome back to the For The Girl podcast. Today's episode is for all you girls in relationships right now. Ken's is taking over the podcast and walking us through ways that we can give God back the control of our love story and start to hear his voice more clearly when it comes to discerning our relationships. It's so good. Get your notepads out. You're going to want to take a lot of notes. Let's do it. Welcome to the For The Girl podcast. Join best friends Mackenzie Wilson and Mackenzie Baker from Delight Ministries as they talk about all things relationships, faith, and, well, girls. This podcast is for the girl expectant for her future, for the girl who is ready to grow, and for the girl who needs some honest answers. Get ready, because this is for you. Hello, everybody. We are pumped for this week's episode of the podcast. You know, a couple weeks ago, we talked to all the single ladies. And today, we're talking to the relationship ladies, the girls in relationships. And I'm really excited because I am an expert at being in a relationship. Are you? I have been in so many long-term relationships. Dating is my specialty. Yes, just falling in and out of love. Constantly, right and left. That's not true. Actually, um, I'm really going to let Ken's take the lead on this episode. And um, And I'm really nervous about that. She's a little nervous about it, but she's going to crush it. Ken's, you got this fist bump. Yeah. Virtual. Well, voice (laughs) fist, fist pump. Fist. Anyways, yes, we are excited to talk to all the girls in a relationship. Of course, like while you're in college, there's... Um, a lot of this happening. Ring before spring. Ring before spring is a real thing. Trying you, like, to find a cute boy. Yeah, everybody tells you, oh, you'll meet your husband in college, all this stuff. And it seems like so like a thing. A lot of your friends are dating. A lot of your friends aren't dating. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of pressure on relationships in college. And so yes. we're going to talk all about that. But before we do that, let's jump into our Mac and Ken's mess up. Mac and Ken's mess up. Okay. This is really hilarious because <laughs> this is so a dynamic. This is a dynamic between Kenzie and I, kind of always. So I, let me just explain to you. So I was obviously kidding earlier. I'm not a relationship expert. I am forever single. Like I just like I not am forever, very, not forever. Well, I'm just like very consistent in my singleness. And if I date somebody, it's for a very short period of time. I figure it out very quickly and I make up my mind and I don't change my mind. Like I'm just I don't change my mind on much ever. Like I'm pretty consistent in life. Kenzie on the other hand is a roller coaster. It's a roller coaster. In <laughs> every area of down. your life though, not just dating. Okay. Every area of your life. Like you, okay. you're Explain. always just like changing your mind and like True. loving this thing and Love this. hating this thing and loving this. And have then, you heard of this new thing? It's yeah. amazing. You have yeah. to do it. That's just your personality. Weeks. You yes. are, you just love and you get wrapped up in it and then like you get On wrapped up in something thing. else. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So several weeks ago, you guys remember that we were doing a podcast on singleness. I mean, this is not that long ago. Nope. (laughs) And the funny part of this episode was that Kenzie was the one really spearheading it. Like she was really believing, like she was like, we need to do an episode on singleness and loving your singleness. But the funny part of it is Kenzie had been single for about Two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks of being single. And then guess how much longer she stayed 
single. Oh my god. By the gosh. time that episode aired, oh my she gosh. wasn't single anymore. So yeah, I kind of felt like a lot of you listeners might have been a little confused. Your because, Instagram Yeah, if you're following told along otherwise. on Instagram, yes. It was like I had a picture of this guy, Josh, a few photos down, and we then we had this single episode. And I hadn't had photos for a while. And then the single episode posted and I like posted a photo of him. So everybody was probably really confused. And just to clear the air You here, weren't lying. You were single. I was single for that period of time. It was weird when the single episode came out when me and Josh were back together. Because I was like, Josh. <laughs> I was like, I was while we were While we were broke up, yeah. I crusaded for the single. <laughs> Thankfully, he doesn't really listen to this. She's over here like Single is so hard. <laughs> and I'm no, over here like, like single it. for life and okay. Whatever. So we kind of died at the situation. Just to explain, we took a break of your the poor summer. boyfriend. Your poor boyfriend. He <laughs> stuck it through. Yeah. You know? He's just there. So, anyways. Yep. So if um, you need a clarification, Ken's is not single. She is currently in a relationship and Hopefully that doesn't change. Yes. Yes. Hopefully it doesn't change, you guys. Oh, my goodness. Today on today's episode, we're talking a lot about like discerning a relationship to like figure out if this is really what who God has for you or if it isn't. And um, I'm a little nervous to leave this just because like I'm acting like I have it all figured out and that I know that I'm going to marry Josh. And that's not necessarily the case. I'm still definitely working through all of this and in the middle of all this. So just saying this. So don't hold me to anything. Just talking to the Lord about it. One step at a time. But how cool. I love when people speak on things that they're like right in the middle of and they haven't mastered and they haven't figured out. Like I think there's a real like vulnerability to that. So I commend you and I'm excited to hear like the wisdom that God's been teaching you as you have been really like wrestling through this in your personal life and like seriously walking through it. It's not something you mastered 10 years ago. Like you're literally in the midst of it. And yeah, I think we really are excited for this episode. Um, I know so many college girls who are in relationships and they run the gamut. Some are like, I've met the one, he's amazing. We're getting married. Like I'm just waiting to graduate and then like, that's it. And I'm so excited. Some girls are like, yeah, he's great. No interest in getting married anytime soon. We're just doing our thing, hanging, like, you know, whatever. And then some girls are over there like, I don't know. I don't know if he's the one. Do I need to break up with him? Like, what do I do? And they're like so consumed in that. And I think like... Kenzie and I's take just on like dating in general is like, it's such a gift. It's so beautiful, but like also it's not the end all be all. It's not the thing. Mm And if at any time in your life, like sometimes like being so obsessed with the relationship can really take your eyes off of Jesus and can really um, honestly be a hindrance in your walk with the Lord. And Mm -hmm. so we kind of wanted to just have like an open and honest conversation with those Mm -hmm. of you that are in relationships right now. And this um, podcast might be something that might feel a little bit uncomfortable because it could bring up some like things in your relationships that maybe need to be worked on. It could bring up some things in your relationships that like, maybe might lead you to realize like that you shouldn't be in that relationship or it could be this sort of thing that like you listen to this podcast and you're like wow like I am so in the right relationship right now like the one that like the Lord is really moving in and really speaking in and then it'll just give you that much more confidence in your relationship but 
rather than us just like giving you dating tips on like how to be a better girlfriend because <laughs> I clearly couldn't give you those tips and, and honestly probably Ken's probably couldn't either <laughs> hot mess, hot mess. yeah um we're maybe not expert girlfriends but we are like really trying to like hear from the Lord when it comes to our dating lives and um I think that all of us should like take a moment whether we're in a relationship or we're not in a relationship and even if you're listening and you're not in a relationship but you might be in one someday where you can pull this back out and use like this podcast episode as a tool just to continue um, discerning and hearing from the Lord of mm-hmm. how he's like speaking into your love story. Yes, exactly. Okay, so we wanted to start it off with just a little bit of a story, um, just a little more details of my dating life just to expose all of Spill my the things. tea. This I'm ready. and comfortable, but I'm doing it anyways. Okay, so... Um, yeah, I've learned a lot through this. Like Max said, I'm very much in and out of relationships and I oddly have been for a really long time. And I say oddly because, you know, there's like those girlfriend girls, I mean, boyfriend girls that just like always have a boyfriend. Like, you know, it's like yes. their comfort zone. Yes. And they just had one for like, they went from one four year one to another four year one. And they're just the that kind of boyfriend girl. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm like that. Like, in my spirit, but I kind Your of am track like record kind of says yeah. otherwise. Yeah. yeah. So I have she's that a like flirt. independence. If you've taken the dating personality test, Which she's a should. flirt. Yeah, I'm a flirt. So I like am naturally inclined to like maybe not and like be always second guessing and not really be in a relationship, but be in a relationship in and out and in and out. And anyways, I've been in a lot of relationships and it's been, um, I've learned just a lot about myself through it all. And of course, like the process of, um, starting a relationship is really hard because you're like, oh my gosh, should I really be with him? Is this really what God has for me? And there's a lot of questions in the midst of that. And then on the other side, the process of ending a relationship is like really hard too. If it's not what God has for you, like it's so hard to discern that and discern God's voice in it. And it's hard to just step away from it and make that hard decision. Um, and so I've just like experienced a lot of that on both ends and I've really come to the feet of Jesus and just been like, what is this? Like, what are you trying to teach me here? Mm -hmm. Um, and it all started, I'll go back. I'll take you back a little bit to my life in college. So I um, came to Belmont. I literally was in a a relationship with a guy my senior year. So that ended. Then I came to Belmont. Who was that? Um, Well, it was like not official if anybody from high school is listening, but it was kind of was. And it was this guy named Kyle Smith. You know, Kyle. Yeah, I know. Kyle. So anyways, I was going to say, who is that? Yeah, Kyle. Kyle. You're really throwing some new loops in the story. I I am. I like it. It's keeping me intrigued. I've heard the story a lot. So I'm like. Wow. I'm really new cute. details. Yes. Max said that she normally tunes out when I say the story because she's heard it a thousand times. So I'm really trying to keep her on. We well, went on tour a couple of years ago for the girl tour and you said it every night. And yeah. <laughs> you remember you used to go way too long. I used to yell at you. It was a panel of like five of us and we all had like five minutes and I was like, she went 25 my- minutes every night. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, no, I am not. No, I'm not. Like when you're speaking in front of people, you don't feel like the time passes. It just like passes yeah. by so fast. And then the last night I like timed it and it was, it was like 20 minutes over. So it's okay. she was right. But anyways, Kyle, Kyle, okay, so Kyle yeah. Then I get to college literally during freshman orientation. Like, you know, your first groups, I met a guy named Joe and I was like, you are cute. And we became really good friends and um, eventually started dating like at the end of freshman year. And um, he was 
yeah, pretty cool. And we dated for the next four and a half years. So all my sophomore, all my junior, all my senior year. Did you delete all your pictures off Instagram of Joe? You can find one. Scroll back. Yeah. Scroll back. He has long hair. But his hair is up in the photo. It's just a little throws you off a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but still look for him. I love that you left us a trail. I, that's Thank weird you. that I left one photo. I feel like you always like, ta- like that's yeah. not spoken about. But Why'd like, you leave one? You know, it was an internal thing, processing thing. I was like, I don't know. Maybe I should leave one. I'm going to go look while you talk. Uh, keep going. Anyway, so <laughs> I'm really keeping you on your toes. So we did it for four and a half years, you guys. And he was like a huge part of my life. Obviously, when you date somebody that long, you become, they're your best friend. Your friend groups kind of form together. Um, you picture your life with that person forever. And towards the end of the relationship, about the last year of the relationship, all of a sudden, I just started feeling a little uncertain about it. Um, I think what happened was he, he kind of like was following God's calling on his life, which he does music. So he started to like really like go all in on that. And I started to really go all in in delight. And all of a sudden, our lives like three, four years later started to look really different. And it, we, I could feel that. I could feel that disconnect a little bit. Um, particularly when it came to our faith, honestly, like he was doing music in a more like secular environment and I was obviously doing ministry day in and day out. And so our growth and spiritually and maybe even emotionally, like kind of really separated. And all of a sudden I was like, what do I do here? But like, of course, like I'm this far in, it was like a huge deal to let this go. And I was in a church service one Tuesday, it was a Tuesday night church service. And I was sitting in the back and um, the pastor of the service did like an altar call type thing um, to just like surrender anything on our lives that like was holding us back from giving Jesus like our full attention and our full selves. And in that moment, like I never really had taken this like disconnect and this distance thing with Joe too seriously. And then in this moment, I was like, oh my gosh, I feel like God's calling me to like let this go. And I remember walking up there and I got towards the front and then I turned around and came back and I was like, nope, not going to surrender this. But it was like a really huge moment of like obviously God speaking to me in an obvious point of conviction. And I didn't let it go that night. Eight months goes by, literally eight months of me it was consuming my mind. I don't know if you guys can ever relate of like this like kind of breakup scene, but like I was like so scared of letting it go because I was so scared of what like I was like, am I what am I going to do with my time? Do I have any friends? Like I'm letting all of this go. And so I also wasn't totally certain that like I was like, is this the enemy's voice? Like, is this the enemy? Because in a lot of ways, we had a really healthy relationship. He was following Jesus. He was awesome. He was treated me so well. But there was just still like God's voice in one ear kind of being like, this isn't for you or somebody's voice. I didn't know if it was enemies or God's or I didn't know how to discern anything. And um, finally, and I don't know, in my quiet time, that's all I could pray about. I was just like, is he the right one? Tell me now. Yes or no. And it was like, so like asking, 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 striving, striving, striving. And finally I was like, okay, I can't keep this up anymore. I am like, I actually like set a date on my calendar that I was like, okay, if by this time I'm like not, didn't come to a decision, I'm just going to like, break it off because this isn't healthy 
either way because it's consuming all of my time with Jesus. So that's probably not healthy. So I was like, okay, I'm going to just make the hard decision and break this off. And I did. Um, and crazy enough, we actually didn't talk like after that at all. It was a really clean breakup, which is like really awesome. And I would really encourage anybody who is in that place too, because you really get to move forward a little quicker when you're not like lingering for like six months, kind of talking, kind of not. It's just kind of a waste of time. So I'd really empower you, really encourage you to just like, if God told you something, just act on it and don't go back. Just be certain. And even in those moments, I mean, I could tell you so many moments where I was like, I was seriously like so tempted to like text him. I seriously remember the house I was sitting in the room. This has been like three or four years now. And I still remember the exact place being like, I'm going to text him. I'm going to text him. We can meet up tonight. We can meet up tonight. And then just being like, no, 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 I'm going to go for a walk. And I would like physically get out of my house and go for a run or go for a walk and get out of that headspace um, or hang out with friends. I started to be way more intentional about my church community and people in my life and community in general. And um, filling my time, intentionally filling my time in other ways. And I'm telling you for like, I mean, a year and a half to two years, it took me that long to like really kind of come mm-hmm. back to a healthy place um, and to like kind of be over him, I guess, in a, a lot of ways. And yeah, I would really encourage anybody who is in that in between to just stop talking to him, stop texting him, be disciplined in this. I know it's so hard. I'm talking like maybe pretty strongly, but you can do it. Like, and I promise you like, you're just only wasting time, like keeping up those little texts or little late night makeouts or whatever it is. So that's what I got to say. And ever since then, um, yeah, I've been in a couple of relationships and recently have been in one now for like a year and, um, which sounds like forever. We went on a break Break in the middle of the summer. (laughs) Used to be really opposed to breaks. Not so much anymore. (laughs) I will explain later. Change your mind. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here we are again. No, that, um, anyways, this last couple of months has been really cool for me. I feel like God's really shifted something in my spirit. Like I seriously, I think it's like a lot of fear coming from my past mm-hmm. of like making the wrong decision or wasting a lot of time. And so I like, am so quick to like need to make a decision or run away or like literally even with Josh, who's the guy um if he would like show up to my house in a weird outfit or like we would have a weird conversation or like an awkward week or something or disconnect or he said something weird to a friend I would seriously start plotting our breakup like I was like Mm. okay we're gonna break up this time this hour how am I gonna do this and that was like literally how I was like responding for the last like like honestly for the first year we've been together and then the last couple months I don't know. I feel like I've really, it's funny when I come to God about so many things in my life. Like Mm -hmm. I'm like, pray about so many people, about delight. I pray for all these other things except my like relationship or like my like uh, boy relationship or whatever. And I don't know why it is exactly, but I finally just started to, I was like, okay, I'm going to like actually start taking, start taking this seriously (laughs) and talk to God about this. And did and ever since I don't know something shifted in my spirit where I'm like okay I can like do this like if something's weird it feels off I'm just gonna ask questions I'm gonna like mentally like stay committed and it really is like a perspective thing like if you like and it's a really a um, capturing your thoughts too like there's a lot of times where 
you know, I like see something else or see somebody else or I I think about the old guy and this Mm. and that. And like, I have to like constantly be like, no, like scripture says, God says a good discipline is to capture your thoughts, to keep your thoughts captive. And that changes the game, like just to be like, refocus your attention on what matters most. And so I've learned so much these last couple months. And that's really what I want to share with you guys now. Um, I think through all of this, honestly, the all of those stories I told you, um, I've learned a lot of what it looks like to discern a healthy relationship to a not healthy relationship. And I just want to share these with you guys and hopefully it will help you discern your current relationship. And like Max said, you might go through these things and you might be like, oh my gosh, yes, I feel like I'm like with a guy that like really God has for me. Or you might go through these things and be like, okay, like I got to reevaluate this. It might be time to step away from this relationship. Yeah, and I think before um, you kind of jump into that, I think like I just want to address I just feel like the Lord is kind of just saying, like, I just feel like we need to address where everybody's coming from, because I know that those of you who are in relationships are all coming from such different mm-hmm. places. And we don't want to, like, blanket statement this at all, but um, I just know that there are some girls listening right now who are holding so tightly to their relationship they're like their relationship is like literally their world and they're like the thought of you know handing over the relationship and like placing it in the hands of Jesus is absolutely terrifying and Mm. I just want to like say to you now like number one we understand that and we get that but like please like open up your ears and eyes and heart to like what the Lord might want to say I think that um just because like, you know, at one time you felt like the Lord like was really like calling you to step into this relationship or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Like we have to be active listeners. Like we can't like listen once and then be like, all right, Lord, great. Got your blessing. I'm doing my thing with it. Like I think Mm -hmm. every single day we have to like actively let the Lord speak into every area of our life and especially into relationships like this. Sorry, I'm like throwing things in the office. Um, But I think that we have to do that. We have to let the Lord speak in that. So if that's you, if you're sitting there and you're like, I kind of want to shut this episode off because like, I don't, I know my relationship is perfect. I don't want to hear this, blah, Mm. blah, blah. That might be like your like little specific, like the voice in your head saying, hey, this is actually for you, maybe more than anybody. And like, you really do need to listen to this. And then some of you are sitting here and you're listening to this and you're probably starting to sweat because you're in a relationship and you know you have doubts and you know, like you've almost been waiting for somebody to like give you a reason to break up with them. Maybe you're like Ken's. Uh And I just say again, like have such open hands with this and all of these things that she's getting ready to share are really just an invitation for you to like sit with Jesus and to hear Mm -hmm. from Jesus. And like the voice of God is so clear. It's so um, easy to hear if we are willing to listen. Mm -hmm. And so um, no matter where you're at on your like relationship spectrum, if you're like one week into a relationship, if you're like six years into it, if you've never had a relationship in your life, but you're thinking maybe one day I'll be in one and this will come in in handy. Like either way, like all of this is just like an invitation to sit with Jesus and to hear from him and to like literally give him back control. I think probably half of us listening right now are in control of our love stories right now. Like we're trying to control them. We're trying to like get the next step. We're trying to get that ring by spring. We're trying to get that guy to like us. We're trying to like, you know, move it ahead or Mm. take the control back. But like, I think Mm. true, like 
true like when we're really walking with God we have to like surrender every single area of our life especially relationships and so I just see that this is just like an invitation to do that to say like all right Lord you know maybe I have strayed away from you when it comes to our relationship and like I want to give you back the control and like I don't know what lies on the other side of giving you back the control but like right here right now I'm committing to like giving you back control so Yes. Just wanted to say that before we kind of jump into everything. So good. Okay, so I'm going to give you four different things that I've really kind of walked through. And I would encourage you to like kind of take note of the like line items, like the titles of each section so that you can like take some time and reflect on these in your own time. Um, Because like Max saying, this really is something you've got to bring before the feet of Jesus. And he will speak to this. It's easy to hear him if you just ask. So, um. The first question that I want to ask you is, have you seen God show up in your relationship? Um, So when I first started dating Josh, I actually, it's so weird. I don't even know where I came up with this idea. I think what happened was there was this really big God moment at the beginning of our relationship. And I was like, ooh, I'm going to write that down. And then over the next um, few months, I just kept writing down like all these little cool God moments through everything and now I have like a little archive on my phone of all these things that God has done and in moments of like doubt in my relationship with Josh I've gone back to that and I've been like that is weird that you've been so at work in this relationship that I'm currently about to like leave Mm -hmm. (laughs) and like it's given me a lot of confidence in um our relationship and so I want to speak to anybody who might be sitting there and I I just want to speak to everybody and ask you, like, have you seen God show up and like take some time to like go back into the archives and like try Mm -hmm. to find some ways that God has has shown up in your relationship? Because if this is the guy for you, I promise he has done things in your relationship. Like he has made himself known. He's done little miracles. There's been like shifting pretty big or small moments that he's like been in the midst of and you could see him in that relationship. Um, And yeah, and I would say to like, don't make things up. I think it's really easy here to be like, oh my gosh, it's like cool story. That one time? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Um, So yeah, go back and um, look for these moments. Because I think if they're there, that that means that God really does. Um, He's up to something and he's at work. Um, And honestly, if you haven't talked about him with your significant other right now, if you haven't mentioned him, if you guys aren't doing anything spiritually together and you really do desire a healthy God-centered relationship, that's an easy answer. Honestly, you shouldn't be with him if you want a God-centered relationship and you have yet to talk about it with him and it's been a few months, like either you've got to start or he's not the one for you because he hasn't brought anything up. So anyways, I would look for God in the middle of your relationship. Would you say so, Mac? I think that's so good. I think that's really good. And I think like, I think it's true in like all relationships of, yeah, like God puts his blessings on things by like putting his presence on things. And yeah. so when we can see God's presence in a relationship, then we know like he's at work and he's moving and relationships don't have to be perfect for like God to show up in them. So yeah. I love that. I think that's really good. 
Yes, exactly. Okay, she's like my cheer squad over here. She's my encouragement <laughs> over here. I'm like, yeah, um, girl, in my relationship. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so the next thing that I just wanted to ask you is, um, what is his character like? Does he have good character? Um, this has been a big thing for me. I think... Oftentimes I just want to be with somebody or I definitely have in the past been with somebody who's honestly just like cute or has influence or status or a cool job or a good job. And I've wanted to be with him because of that. And I've caught gotten caught up in a relationship because of that. Um, like I can look back and like a lot of the t- guys that I've been with, I've only been with them because I've just been like so infatuated by them, like this infatuation of who they are, how cute they are, whatever it is, or their job. I love a good like entrepreneur, you know, who has like really cool job and stuff like that. And so I don't know, I've been in a lot of relationships like that and they haven't had like solid character and like mm-hmm. solid character is a guy who's like trustworthy, who's like faithful, who's like kind to your friends, who's intentional with your friends, who's chasing after Jesus, who like uh, me and Mac joke a lot that I tell her that she needs a good old faithful, Oh, good old faithful. And I really do believe that, that like you guys should be with somebody who like has good character. Um, this has been a big thing for me. I, with Josh, actually, I (laughs) recently, um, He has, this is so funny, I'm going to dive into it, but my family has struggled like seeing who Josh is, honestly. I don't think they've struggled necessarily, but I don't think they've gotten an opportunity to really see who Josh is. And I would say that Josh isn't the most like outgoing, personable on the surface. If you meet him or just have a dinner conversation, he might not be the most like, he's not going to like sweep you off your feet or something like that. And Mm -hmm. I think like my parents hey mom she listens to the podcast I think um, you know as a parent you've always wanted to see your daughter you've always had a picture of who you want your daughter to be with and like they probably want me to be with some like really awesome guy that has an awesome first impression and I know they care about character too but they haven't had a chance to see Josh's like character and I was explaining this to one of my mentors Maggie recently I was just like it's just like hard for me I don't know how they're gonna see that or when they're gonna see that or if they even are ever gonna like him and I was just so struggling because I care so much about what other people think to the point that I was literally gonna break up with Josh because Mm -hmm. a lot of people like that I really wanted in my life hadn't been affirming him and haven't been affirming me and I was like so fishing for any sort of affirmation and I was like I'm gonna break up with him and like Maggie was like what is his character like and asking me about that and she knows a little bit about his character too because she's in church with me and anyways or with us and so yeah, she was kind of describing her story actually when she was about to get married to her current husband. His parents didn't really see her character. They just saw the surface and um, they thought he was going to be with some spunky little blonde girl and she's just not that. And it took like years, like a couple years before they were like, oh my gosh, wow, you are the guy for my son. Like your character is so solid. Like you're so trustworthy. You're like so passionate. You're, like, you're a leader. And like, yeah, that was huge for me because I was like, okay, like even if it takes a couple years, like they're going to know his character and they'll like see that. And that's what matters most, like beyond all things. So here, I just want you guys to think about like, if you're just like infatuated with somebody, if you're putting too much value on just the way they look or everybody likes them or their influence or their job or their status, like 
stop looking at those things. That's only going to last so long. And, and if you put your like love and your, your like liking for him in those things, like you've got to start looking at his character because that's what really matters most. And yeah. if he doesn't have good character, he's not the guy for you. So that's what I got to say there. Don't you feel good about old faithfuls? Good old faithfuls? Yeah, I'm still on the, I'm still like always down, always on the lookout for good old faithfuls. Yes. I really believe that. I really believe that. I think like so much of us and it's funny, like I'm just walking through, I've like journeys with you where you've been like, you'll get tripped up on something. Like you'll kind of get caught up on this like one thing about him that's maybe more like surface level-y. And I think it's so easy. It's so easy to like let those things get in the way and forget about like, who it is that like we we really need it for ourselves at the mm-hmm. end of the day and I mm-hmm. think that um I think that it's like honestly a lot more simple than we think like we think we're like I need this and I need this and I need this and I need all these different specific things but honestly I think at the end of the day when you're with someone who like so loves the Lord and you're with someone who's like so good to you and like so chasing after you like a lot of the other stuff kind of comes together along the way yeah and doesn't make it easy like it doesn't make it easy to just find that person but um I think a lot of us get really caught up in some of the other stuff and it's almost like you have to dig beneath the surface and go like why am I actually caring about that thing is it because of something in me or is it because of something like in them and I always think that it's good to kind of turn the spotlight around on yourself and be like shoot this is something in my heart and like I'm putting the blame on him when actually it's just something in my own life yeah yeah like an own insecurity like I was like so wanting to be affirmed I wanted really wanted Josh to be affirmed I just wanted to be personal social outgoing and all these things and that was just like a surface thing you probably have always thought like I want to end up with a guy who like everybody loves and like everybody like wants around all the time and everybody like thinks is the coolest person ever because Mm -hmm. in all honesty like it makes you look better and it makes you like feel better about yourself and like that is hard to admit sometimes that you're like shoot maybe that's not what I need at the end of the day like I don't need more attention in this way yeah exactly exactly so good okay the third thing that I wanted to share to help you discern your relationship is to are you ready for this drum roll please is to stop lying to yourself Ooh, this is a hard one. Um, but this has been really real for me. Um, I think when dealing with things, when you're like in the in-between or you like, you're like, should I be with him? Should I not? When you start talking to your friends about this, you start to really like sugarcoat it. You're like, oh, I don't know if I really like him because of this. And this is like concerning to me a little bit. And you like kind of go there with your friends, but you also kind of like twist it to make it positive. And then all of a sudden you're starting to believe these like little kind of twisty, positive sort of concerns, and you haven't been really honest with yourself. So I really want to challenge you, if you're in a relationship, sort of in this in-between, I want you to just start writing down, like, this is what I feel about him, blank, or like, this is what I'm concerned about, like, blank, and like, be blunt and honest and real. Um, I actually in the middle of just struggling hardcore with Josh and like trying to discern I went to a therapist for the first time I went to therapy and in therapy I well actually before therapy I had written in a note on my phone the things that concerned me about Josh and I like wrote them so bluntly I would never tell you guys on this podcast they're so funny and embarrassing and superficial honestly and I like wrote them down on my phone one by one and I was never going to 
to show a single person this list. It was the blunt and honest things, but I wasn't going to speak it out loud. I wasn't going to tell a soul. I was just going to deal with it on my own. We get into therapy and somehow we got there. I don't know. I think I might have, I should have never mentioned my list, but I did. And she was like, tell them to me. So I had to sit there in therapy and go one by one through like all 15 of these things that are like hilariously embarrassing, like so hilarious that I cared about these things or concerned about these things. And I shared them all to her, just like I had written in my notes. And it was such a healthy exercise for me. And I want to encourage you guys to do it too, is to just start being honest about your concerns. You don't have to tell them to anybody, but at least like write them down somewhere and tell God about them too. Um, Because once it's out in the open, you'll see these things and they'll either be straight up real concerning things that you are like, no, you should not be with somebody like Mm -hmm. that. Or it might be like, okay, now that I look at this and I'm honest with myself, like these are things that I can like work on. These are things he can grow in. And these are things that I can grow in. This could get better. This isn't like as dramatic. This is something I care about that really isn't something I should care about. And once you write this list down, you'll really start to like gain way better insight of like how you feel about him and what things are really concerning and not. So Yeah, I think like just so often we've gotten in this habit of people just being like, how are you guys? How's your relationship? Are you going to get married? And we're like, yeah, for sure. And we like twist it into this positive thing when really you're concerned or there are red flags and you just haven't spoken them out loud. So bring those to the feet of Jesus. Start to be honest and start to deal what's really on the table um, because that's what you want to deal with. That's what you want to talk about. You don't need any of that like sugar-coated stuff anymore. So that's that. So good. Moving on to my last thing. This is kind of more of a fun, simple one. Um, And I just want to say, if this is something God has for you, I think that God, or actually I know, 100% I know, that you are going to start to see God fulfill little desires of your heart. And this is just an extra little tip, little, little cherry on top for anybody who's like, okay, I feel like I'm in a really good relationship. Like once you start, I think oftentimes, you know, when I was doubting things with Josh and I tend to just look at the really negative stuff and really get like down. And I'm like, I just like am so nitpicky and this and that. And I had to start to change my mindset to be like, okay, now that I'm processing through this, I feel like this is a good thing. And all of a sudden I started to see little gifts from God, like little moments where he was like affirming that. And one thing in particular, like, um, it was so crazy that what I was talking about before, with like wanting affirmation from people. Um, honestly, once I started to really be committed to Josh, I, some of my friends and some of the people in my life that I cared so much about started to really affirm who he was and his character. And that was just such a sweet little confirmation from God. And I really believe that like, if this is something that is from God, that he's going to start to confirm that in fun little ways, like those little desires on your heart that you haven't told anybody that are kind of in secret. They honestly might even be superficial, but they might not like whatever those little things are that you just would really love to see in your relationship. I really believe that God fulfills those desires for you if this is something he has for you and if you just feel like you've been in a dry desert season everything's going wrong I would say that the Lord really isn't in that so look for some of those moments for God because I think that will um, bring a lot of life back into your relationship it'll bring a lot of goodness back to your relationship and be a really healthy thing so that's what I got for you guys. If you are in the middle, if you're in a really healthy relationship and you are holding on to it too tightly, or if you're doubting your relationship and you're so concerned, I hope these things help you. Like first and, firm, first and foremost, 
Have you seen God show up in your relationship? Where has he been? Has he been present at all? Have you guys talked about Jesus? This is really important. If he's not there, if you can't see him at all and you haven't talked about him, that is a red flag. Next thing is make a decision based off his character. What is his character like? Does he have good character? If he does, that is incredible. If you really just have fallen and been infatuated by just the way he looks and his character is a little concerning or there's been plenty of red flags, that is not a good thing. The last, the other thing, third thing is don't lie to yourself. Just be honest. Start writing out those like truths um, in your quiet time. Bring them before God. See what he has to say with them. I think that will help you a ton in discerning. Um, and then the last thing is look for God fulfilling those little desires of your heart. I really believe with my whole heart that he is going to show up in little ways, like little sprinkle of sparkle and dust. Sprinkles of sparkles. <laughs> yeah, sprinkles <laughs> That's of how he's going to show up that is so that's what I got for you guys we would love to talk more honestly if you are in the middle of this and you're really struggling um and you listen to this and you're like oh, I just feel so convicted like I knew I wasn't supposed to be with this mm-hmm. guy like I know that this isn't what God has for me like there's like no God in this there's like it is bad like you know any of those concerns if they're like raising right now those little red flags are raising I would love to talk to you about it even Mac would like to talk to you about it we (laughs) would love to love you through it and I've got to say too like if this isn't of the Lord and it is time for you to let it go um God is so present on the other side of your obedience like so true you are gonna find like so much like so many gifts, so much friendship, so many beautiful little things on the other side of you. I promise he's going to be faithful in that. Like your life after this decision, this hard decision is going to be full of fruit and full of goodness. And it might not be easy. Those like first two years after Joe, was, it was really hard for me. It was like really hard, but it was a beautiful point of growth. And I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for those years. Um, and so, yeah, I just really want to encourage you and empower you. Like you can do it. You can make the right. And yeah, um, yeah. we're praying for you through that. It's so good. You know, Kenzie's told this story of like her doubting her relationship and like the breakup so many times at like our conferences and at, on our tour. And I can't tell you the number of girls who have come up afterwards and said, like, I need to break up with my boyfriend. And so just want to encourage you too. like, there's so many women who are walking through this too. So many girls who are having doubts in their relationships or just feel like I'm not in the right relationship and they've been in them for three years, four years, six months, however long. And so you're not alone in that. And like, God is so faithful and so good on the other side of it. And like, there's community to walk with you. Like there Mm. is a Ken's on your campus that can like walk with you who has been through that before. You have a delight community on your campus, like all these things. And um, we just want to be women who are so surrendered to the Lord that like we hear him, even when he calls us to like let go of things that seem good so that we can like step into things that are so of him. So don't be afraid to do it. And Hey, Hey, if you listen to this and you like check, 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 you listen to those four things and you're like, I am in an amazing relationship. Praise God. We love that. We are not hating on relationships. We love relationships too. Yeah. So send us the wedding invite. Yeah, we would love some wedding invites. Yeah. Please. We please. We've been waiting to get invited to more delight weddings. More delight weddings, please. Like so that would be fun. Yeah. That would be fun. Yeah. Just saying. That would be so fun. Should we give our address for the mailing? Um, Sure. 2110 no. Blair oh. Boulevard, Nashville, oh. Tennessee. That's our oh. office address. I feel like we're going to have stalkers. 
It's on the internet. Oh, okay, yeah. Two one one zero <laughs> Blair Boulevard, Nashville, or just look up Delight Ministries. Three seven Nashville. two one two. You guys send, send us, us your wedding, wedding invites. invites. We, we will this. be there. Anyways, we'll do our best. We'll okay, best. we love you guys so much. This was such a fun one, Kens. Thanks for taking over today oh, and wow. just like I you just got, got to like sit one. back and chill and you know whatever you you're know welcome. You're just welcome. hanging out today. It's quite a journey. Well, <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. Let's talk soon. Have the best day. Bye. Bye.